Tanaka. May God peace and his grace, guidance and his protection be unto all of us. We are in a pandemic and uh, we don't know what is going on. The whole world is in distress, politically distress. Back home in Nigeria, distress. Even today in Cote d'Ivoire, distress. Amid all the troubles, the president there is forcing to election, even though all the other parties have withdrawn and back out the election. How will it end? We don't know. Here in the United States, distress. See, we are in a period like no other period that tries our souls. We are in a very difficult period of this world. And in such a time as this, political instability, fears and wars and rumors of wars, Remember here in the US, we have heard and seen on the videos the militia people training that if things don't go their way, they will, they will, they will fight. And the US Army says, well, we, we are not here to fight uh, uh, local wars or we can't turn our guns on in the U.S. citizens. And so um, if the militia now begin to operate, I don't know what the U.S. Army is going to do. Only God knows what is going to happen, and only God we can turn to. In such a time as this, I want to let you know that in a chaotic and pandemic and uh, difficulties and hardships. This is a time we need to discover our commitment. Our commitment to our faith. Our commitment to what we have come to believe. Our commitment to our law. Our commitment to our church. The more difficulties we have, the more we need to find spiritual growth and faith and trust in the living God. Today, we are going to have communion service. And we are going to renew our commitment. Commitment to the cause. What Christ says, do this until I come. So anytime you come to a communion table, you are doing it with the expectation of the return of Jesus Christ. And so we need to commit ourselves 
to the cause of Christ's returning. I'll be speaking to you on the topic discovering true commitment. Discovering true commitment. Let us pray. Father, the hour has come. God, people are waiting to hear the voice of God speak to the hearts of men and women, boys and girls. Please, Lord, speak through me, your servant. Try me, speak, and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to your sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Let the whole church say, Amen. Commitment, co discovering true commitment. My dearly beloved, number one, committed to Christ's Lordship. It is very, very important for us to know whom we serve. Who is your Lord? Where is your where does your allegiance lie? Where? Because Christ says, where your wealth is, that's where your heart is. Where you have stored your treasure, that's where your heart is. Where is your commitment? Are you committed to Christ as Lord? If Christ is your Lord, then you will obey him. Then you will serve him with humility. Then you will do what Christ says you should do. Commitment. If you are committed to Christ, then in times like this, you need a savior. In times like this, you need an anchor. And that savior and anchor is Christ Jesus. In our reading, Matthew 7, verse 22 to 27, on judgment day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, be prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, says Jesus, I will reply, I never knew you. Go away. The thing you did were unauthorized. May God forbid that this thing can be said to us. We are in a difficult times, but who is your Lord? Who is your Lord? This is the time we need to commit ourselves to prayer. Because we should know that we have no other protection, no other redemption but Christ. But some of us don't even show up at prayer meeting. This is the time we need to commit ourselves to serious prayer and Bible study. 
This is the time. Remember the sanctuary service on the day of atonement. How the Israelites came so humbled, pet themselves, came waiting for the pronouncement from the high priest. They didn't have time to even talk about food. They didn't have time to gossip. They didn't have time for themselves. Their eyes were turned for the high priest to come out from the Holy of Holies and hear the words from his mouth. Right now, where is your heart turned to? Yes, there's difficulty. Yes, some of us have lost their jobs. Yes, some of us are having health challenges. Yes, but where do you turn your eyes to? Why are you not coming to prayer meeting? This battle that we are facing, this pandemic that we are facing, this hardship that we are facing, this job situation, this insecurity, we are going to win on our knees. We should take our prayer meeting seriously. We take our Bible study seriously. And we should know that our redemption is drawing near. Because soon and very soon, he that will come, will come. And all these things we see will be no more. Christ will say yes. You will say, oh, I went to church. Yes, I paid my tithe. Yes, every Sabbath I was in church. Even I did some distribution of literature. But Christ would say, go away. Because you did what you did were unauthorized. May God forbid. So we see, we should serve God. Remember what God told the children of Israel. Hear, O Israel. The Lord your God is one Lord and you must serve him with all your heart. With all your mind and with all your soul. We cannot serve God with half and half. And so we have to be committed totally and completely. Marriages fall or rise on this word, commitment. When the man or the woman is not committed, no matter what the other party would do, the marriage is not going to survive. Commitment. Commitment to love, no matter what. Committed, commitment to stay in the marriage, no matter what. That's what makes marriage survive. If we are going to be saved, we need to be committed and make Christ the Lord of our, our lives and serve him totally and completely. My friends, might you 
continue. Anyone who listens to my teachings and obeys me is wise. Now listen, if you listen to his teachings and you obey him, you are wise. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock, though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters does rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on rock. My friends, if we obey the Lord, and what does the Bible say? Pray without ceasing. And what does the Bible say? Love the Lord with all your heart. And what does the Bible say? Obey the voice of the Lord. Obey the word of the Lord. We need to take ourselves out because some of us, we are so cunning in some of putting ourselves as center stage. We think more of ourselves than we think about our Lord. Christ must be number one in our lives. I say anyone who listens to these teachings and obey is wise. Oh, my dear brother, my dear sister, let us be wise and obey the teachings of the Lord and obey what the Lord says to us and live by the word of God. This is the time our Bible must be so close to us. This is the time we have to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. This is the time we have to let the Bible speak to us. This is the time we have to say, not I, but Christ. Commitment. Number two. Committed to Christ church. Committed to Christ church. If you have made Jesus Christ as Lord of your house, Lord of your heart, Lord of, your, of, of you, the next thing is that you are committed to his church. Why? Because the church is the bride of Jesus Christ. You love him, you love his church. You love him, you support his church. You love him, you contribute to the growth of his church. You love him, you help the church to advance. You do all you can to let the church advance. Committed to the church. Today we are going to eat the communion and we need to be committed to the Lord and also committed to the church. The church must be supreme in your life. Listen to this. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 22 to 23. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 22 to 23. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and he gave him this authority for the benefit 
of the church. Hallelujah. Christ gave the authority to Christ for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is filled by Christ who fills everything, everywhere with his presence. So please don't talk bad about the church. When you talk bad, bad about the church, you are, you are attacking somebody's wife. I don't want anybody, if you can attack me as a person, but I, but I will not allow you to attack my wife. You can't attack the church. You cannot gossip about the church. You cannot talk bad about the church because the church is the bride of Jesus Christ. And Christ has filled the church with his spirit. He has filled the church with his presence. In fact, the church is his body. The church is the body of Christ. Therefore, we need to support the church with all our means, with all our talents, and with all our spiritual gifts. So the church can be able to move on, preparing a people to meet their God. Number three, committed to Christ's people. Now, I want you to see the sequence. First, you commit to the Christ as Lord. Your second level of commitment is to the church. And the third level of the commitment is to the people. You and I are the people of the church. We need to be committed to the people of Christ. We need to commit ourselves one to another. How do we commit ourselves? Now, let me go through this scripture text with you. Number one, we commit ourselves by serving one another. We serve one another. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 15. I don't, I don't even see the, the, the text because something is blocking me here. But I think you can see it on the screen yourself. You, my dear, you are called to be free, but do use your freedom to indulge your sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. Oh, yes, I want to serve you, Matthew. I want to serve you, Morak. I want to serve you, Akin. I want to serve you, Churchill, with love. We need to serve one another in love. If you love Christ, you will love his church. Mm. And if you love Christ and you love the church, you will love the people in the church. Mm -hmm. No hatred. No tribalism. No nationalism. No sectionalism. No division. No camps in the church. Because we are all part of the body. United in Christ. Two, Romans chapter 15, verse 7. Accept one another. Then ask, ask Christ, just ask Christ, accept you in order to bring praise to God. So you see, as we love the church members, 
as we commit ourselves to God's people, we need to serve one another and we need to accept one another. Please accept me, not because of where I come from, but because you are my brother. Because I'm part of the body. Please accept the sister. Please accept the brother. Please accept the child. Not because he comes from your village or your town or your community, but because that child, that lady, that man is part of the body. Hey, we all love our body. A few days ago, I was having problem with my, at the back, at the back of my, my leg, my toe, or is it my, my foot? Yes, the back of it. They call it tendon, something tendon. I don't even know what these doctors call. My daughter tells me it's a tendon of, of, the, of the heel. I tell you, every minute my hand will go there. It was hurting me so bad. As soon as I sit down, my hand will go there, trying to suit the place. So my mind, my hand, everywhere is focused upon where it was spinning. This is how the body works. <laughs> so you see, the hand cannot say, oh, leave him alone because that's the leg. Leave the leg alone. If the leg is having pain, what has I got to do with, with, with the leg? No. The body is one. All of us are one in the body of Christ. We need to enjoy together. We need to suffer together. Together we can aspire. Together we can achieve for Jesus Christ. Forgive one another. This is how we commit to ourselves. Forgive one another. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may, you may, you may against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgives you. Forgive. Remember the prayer of Jesus Christ. He said, in the middle of it, he says, "Forgive as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive one another. Don't bear grudge." Don't have hatred in your heart. Today we are going to eat communal service. Remove all grudges away. Remove all pain away. Remove all grievances away. And let us come to the communal service with an open heart and a clean heart. With an open and clean heart, the Lord will not reject. Forgive one another. Number four, greet one another. Greet one another. Oh, my dear friends, the Bible enjoins us to greet one another. Romans chapter 16, verse 16. Greet one another. Salute one another with holy keys. The churches of Christ salute you. You see, you don't have to call the people who come from your area alone. You don't have to call because he's, a, he's your sister or because your brother. You, you call everybody. Please call me. Call me. 
please don't call the pastor only when you are in trouble. Don't call me only when there's, there's sickness or death in your family. Why don't you call the pastor and say, Lord, Pastor, I call you to express my love to you. I call you to say hello to you. I call to check on you. Oh, how relieved that I will be. Call one another. You see, in times like this, that we are locked down in our homes that we cannot visit. You see, since March this year, this is the first time I am preaching from the pulpit of Naka. Oh, I love, I love my pulpit. I love my pulpit. And I love to visit you. But circumstances, fear. The virus has put so much fear in us that we cannot visit ourselves. But at least we can call ourselves. We can check on ourselves. Let us show love. Let us all behave as we are one body. Number five, bear one another's burden. This is how we commit ourselves to one another. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Bear another's, one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. Oh, if I'm carrying a load and you come and take some from me and you are carrying it with, with me, it becomes lighter on my, on my head. Let us support each other. Let us help each other. Well, these are bad times. This is a time we need to help each other to get to heaven. Number six, be devoted to one another. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one to another. Let us not think of ourselves alone. Think about your brother. Think about your sister. Think about the church members. Don't believe it is only the elders, the pastor and the elders who might be checking on people. You too. Pray for the elders. Pray for the pastor. Let us pray for one another. Let us affection one to another. Let us show our love to ourselves. Let us know that we are all one in one body. Number seven, honor one another. Oh yes, let us lift one another up. Let us use encouraging words. Let us help each other to grow spiritually. You see, in difficult times like this, we need to have spiritual growth. Because atmosphere of prosperity does not develop spiritual graces. Which is why we are at peace, when we, have a, we, are, we are living in plenty, when there is joy, we forget our spiritual life. But when we are in difficulty, that's where we turn to God. That's where we hold on to our faith. And this is the time we need to turn to God. Turn your eyes onto Jesus. Turn your eyes and hold on. And help each other to also hold on. Oh, hold on. 
my brother be faithful, my sister be faithful, till Jesus comes. Number eight, teach one another. Romans chapter 15, verse 14. Romans chapter 15, verse 14 says, My brothers, I myself feel sure that you are full of goodness, that you are filled with the Spirit. So hold on and teach one another to, be spirit, to have spiritual growth. Submit to one another. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Yes, we need to submit. You see, the, the African man, I'm not saying Naka men are like that. But the African man, when Paul was talking about marriage, and he told that women should submit themselves to the men. Oh, the men have been using that, but they don't read the other, other part. He said, woman, you are making yourself, your mouth so loud mouth. Read what Paul says. He says, submit. Submit! Submit. But then when you read down the, the text, it says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved you and gave his life for you. That means a husband must be able to give his life to the wife. And so we need to submit ourselves to one another. Humble yourself to one another. Encourage one another. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. Let us encourage ourselves because the journey is not easy. The road is rough and thorny, trackless as a foaming sea. But you see, read the Bible carefully. All through the life of God's people, in spite of all the difficulty, in spite of the slave ship that God's people went in, in spite of being taken captives to Babylon, in spite of all those things, God's faithful people have always triumphed and come true. God's faithful people. The remnant church will go through difficult patches, rough and tumble, but I want to tell you, the remnant church will triumph because Christ is the leader of the church. And he will sail the remnant church to the shore. We are in a boat together. If we abandon the ship, we perish. In difficult times like this, stay in the ship. Let us encourage each other to stay in the ship. Because the ship will reach the shore. It will not sink. No one can sink the church of God. And so let us stay in. Let us hold one another. Let us help one another. Let us pray together. Let us study together. Let us support ourselves. Let us encourage ourselves. Because soon and very soon, <laughs> we are going to see the king. Number four, committed to Christ's purpose. Now you have committed to Christ as Lord. You have committed to the church 
as a bride of Christ. You have committed to the people of the church. And the last one is you are committed to Christ's purpose. What is the purpose of Christ? Christ came to save. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to save others, and to give my life as a ransom for many. Christ came to save, and you and I, and all the members of the church, we need to save. Save! To bring people to the feet of Christ. Serve to help people to be strong in the Lord. Serve to support ourselves. Remember the song, not I, but Christ. Number two, committed to the Christ's purpose is Christ came to save. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. I, the Son of Man, have come to seek and save those like him who are lost. So then you and I must, must, must be committed to save others. We have been saved to save. I remember today when we eat the communion bread and the wine and we are energized, we need to be committed to save others. So others who don't know Christ will come to know him. Committed to save. Number three, committed to Christ's purpose is to share. Christ came to share. John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Today, we are going to eat the communal bread. The Lord will feed us. But as bread of heaven, feed us till we want no more. When we have been fed, we have to go and share, and share the good news. The good news of a soon coming Savior. The good news that in spite of what is happening, it will not be long, and we will be going home. To see the king. Pandemic will be no more. Death will be no more. Sickness will be no more. Separation will be no more. And financial crisis will be no more. And political parties will be no more. And elections will be no more. Because there will be only one leader. And that leader is J-E-S-U-S. Jesus, he is our Lord. He is our coming king. He is the ruler of heaven and earth. He is over all and in all. Let us share this good news. Go out after you have eaten to share the good news of the Savior. May God bless you. May God guide you. May God help you to be committed as a Seventh-day Adventist Christian, to be committed to finish the work of God, to be committed in bringing souls to the feet of Jesus Christ, to be committed to discover that in Christ we are more than conquerors and that others will also be conquerors. Discover commitment. Discover 
true commitment. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. That we need to be committed. Committed in our dealings with you. Committed in our dealings with the church. Committed in dealing with the people of God. Committed in dealing with the commission you have put before us. Lord, today, where we are weak and we are falling short and we have looked to ourselves only, turn our eyes onto Jesus, Lord, and help us to be committed completely to you. And Lord, give us the strength and the spiritual growth we need so we can also do what Christ wants us to do, preparing ourselves and preparing a people to meet you. Even today, as we come to the table with you, I pray, Lord, that you fill this place with your presence. You fill the communion table with your presence. Bless what we are going to do right now. And that even the wine will turn into the real blood of Jesus Christ. And the bread will turn into the real body of Christ. That it will bring healing to our souls. That it will bring spiritual energy to us that it will bring love and unity among ourselves, that it will bring forgiveness to us, Lord, and help us that from here going, we can be energized, we can be strong, we can face tomorrow because you are leading us. So we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. May God bless you. May God lead you. May God grant you peace and his grace and his blessings and his protection. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
this month of October is a special month to appreciate our pastor. Uh, we are so blessed in this church to the level that uh, we do not have any money or anything to pay our pastor for what he's doing in our midst. Uh, I want to read Jeremiah uh, chapter 3, verse 15. And uh, I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and uh, understanding. We are so blessed for our pastor, Pastor Gabriel Bash Dankwa. Uh, what he's doing in our midst, he's doing it with love. He brings unity to our church. And uh, we believe that he cannot do this thing on his own only. We thank the, uh, for his wife, our shep uh, the shepherdess, for our support. The day of rainy, the day of dry season, to stood behind him. Pastor, we thank you. Our first header, Chris Ogulabi, is not here today, but during the week, he will stop by in your house uh, to present the, uh, the token message that uh, we have for you, the token to uh, gift. Uh, we also use this opportunity to thank uh, Pastor Femi Okori. Even though he's not here, but always be with us, pray with us, feed us with the word of God. Uh, we appreciate him. Uh, during the week, uh, you're going to receive uh, our message. Now I will call uh, Eda Adaramala to pray for our two pastors. Eda, can you come up? Let us pray. Our Father and our God, you are truly a great God. We thank you so much for the privilege of life and the privilege of worship. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing that our pastor has been to us in this church. We thank you, Lord, for the way you have blessed him, for the way you have blessed our shepherdess as well. We thank you, Lord, for your protection upon the family. It has been a great journey in terms of his health. We thank you, Lord, that up till now you, are, you have continued to keep him strong. We cannot take this for granted. We thank you, Lord, for the marvelous work that they have been doing even in our midst. We cannot take this for granted. 
We thank you, Lord, for the family, for everything that you have done and are still doing in their life. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as our pastor continues to labor away in your vineyard, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will continue to renew his strength, that you will continue to increase his anointing. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will continue to be his pillar of support. I pray that you will continue to hold the family strong. Even our shepherdess that has been a source of support, I pray that you will continue to renew her energy as well. I pray that she will not fall sick. I pray, O oh Lord, even for the entire family, that your blessings will not depart from their home. I pray that everywhere they turn, that they shall find your favor. I pray that they will not lack anything. Even if there's anything that they are calling upon you for at this time, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would answer them. Lord, I also want to remember Pastor Okorie, who has also been supporting, and the family. I pray your continued blessing upon him and his family as well. I pray, O oh Lord, when he calls upon you, that you will continue to answer him. Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you for the privilege of recognizing our pastor. Thank you, Lord, for listening. Thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. For we have asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, in addition to the prayer of my brother, we've come to say thank you to you. Thank you, God, on behalf of our Father, Father and on behalf of our pastor. Thank you, God, on behalf of the shepherdess who have been piloting the affairs of this church. Especially, O God, I want to thank you for keeping them alive even up to this moment. In spite of the pandemic, in spite of life challenges, Lord, you sustain them even up to this time. And Father, we say thank you, O God. We know the Lord, you have started this good thing in their lives. We will continue with you, O God. Father, divine prayer at this power, at this hour, God, that you bless our pastor in a special way. As he labored day and night to prepare men and women for your kingdom, Father, please don't make him grow weary. Energize him, O God, strengthen him, Father, so that as he brings people to your kingdom, O Lord, at that the last day, O oh God, may he be among those that be redeemed, O oh Lord. May our shepherds be among those that be redeemed, O oh God. But I also want to present before you, uh, Pastor Korea, before you and his family. You know his challenges even at this point, O oh God. We thank you, Father, that as the movement at this point, and you do know that what you've started, you will complete. Thank you, O oh God, in advance for what you're going to do in that family. 
even in their ministry, O oh God, we ask that you bless them, O oh God. Help them, Father, that the labor of love will not be in vain. That as they continue to expand your kingdom here on earth and in heaven, O oh God, please expand their coast, O oh God. Thank you, God, for your blessings for today. As they minister unto us this day, O oh Lord, may you bless them especially. Bless our shepherdess, O oh God, even in her place of work. Protect her and deliver her, O oh God. That through it all, when this pandemic will be over, we all shall gather together to celebrate our deliverance, our, our, our success throughout this period. Thank you, Jehovah, for hearing our prayers. For we've asked in Jesus' name. Amen. We fall down, we lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. Our mercy, Lord, is mercy and love at the feet of Jesus. We cry.
face towards you and you Lord bless you and keep you make his face shine upon you be gracious to you Lord turn his face towards you and Yeah. 